0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven to deep left for the line. G is gone! Aaron Judge, line
0: one right down the line. Swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit. Rounding third, scoring kind of from left And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. Good morning, everybody. Bomber Brothers podcast is back. Sean and Ryan here talking all things Yankee baseball brought to you by WFAN and Odyssey. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And please give us those five-star ratings if you feel we are so deserving. And, Sean, right now, if we were to rate the Yankee offense, it would. could, could you give negative stars? They were one hit against arguably the worst pitcher in the league on um on saturday and then we're completely shut down again on sunday somehow allow a series split against the a's arguably the worst team in the american league after taking the first two they needed a ton of good fortune to even take game two there's easily a scenario in which they lose three of four and those uh those good vibes from that five game winning streak have uh, vanished pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean, oh. and the the crazy thing is the first two games were the tougher pitchers that Oakland threw out. And Oakland, by record, is the going into the series, was the worst team in the American League. And you have a big explosion Thursday and you're like, this is the way this series should go. And then you're like, okay, Judge hits the three-run homer in the middle of the game on Friday. And you're like, all right. And then since then, they've had one uh rbi and that was a rbi single by higgy and that was it for the last 24 innings of this series i believe and you saw other things crop up too you know defensive miscue cost a game base running was bad again so it was like we we had a good four and a half game run held on for that last half of a game to win and and then we went back to our old tricks again and um apparently though don't worry about the offense there were some shadows that were affecting the yankees hitting according to their manager so um i didn't know the sun would be the thing to take the yankees offense back down to earth but apparently the sun and the shade is is what has
0: done that takes me back to Beavis and butthead to america the sun sucks Yeah, But, I mean, the
1: the A's hitters didn't have any problem with the sun off of uh, Clark Schmidt, who did not pitch the best in, in his spot start. But, uh, yeah, not good. And, and, meanwhile, we got players getting tattoos and going on the I.L. And Nestor
0: Cortez has a groin thing. And, yeah, not good. Not a good weekend. No, no. It was, uh, like you said, Nestor's replacement, Clark Schmidt, gets knocked around early, gives up four runs in the first three innings and with the way the offense has been, that was pretty much all, all Oakland needed, given how terrible the lineup has been since that uh, game one route, when they led everyone to feel that the Yankees should rightfully sweep this series with ease, given how terrible the A's are. And of course that doesn't happen. Uh, Nestor Cortez is on the IL with the groin strain. Will. I'm assuming it's just going to be the 15 days. I don't know how much of a groin injury it even it even is if they're just managing his innings a little more. But, um, yeah, but his replacement did not get the job done. Even if Cortez was on the mound, how much of a difference would it make? Because the Yankees can't hit. Uh, Chapman, yeah, infection on his knee. Got a tattoo on his knee. I wonder what the tattoo was even of. I, his, his walk rate? I Why would you get
1: that? In the middle of the season. I don't understand. Well, I don't know. Maybe they said, hey, you suck. You're not going to pitch for a week. And he's like, all right, I'll get a tattoo. And then they're like, oh, never mind. Well, buy some Lubiderm. I don't know. Aquaphor I, or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any tattoos, but. Um, yeah. I'm not going to get any 2022 Yankee tattoos. I can tell you that because this has been terrible. Um. But yeah, I I mean look, I, I wanted to be all come on here all excited after the 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 first two games. You know, even the second game was tough. You know, you had the judge Homer and then some good good bullpen and good Cole storylines to go with. Tyone was pretty good on Thursday. But here we are. Yeah, and Saturday was just absolutely terrible Saturday to me was the worst game of the year personally, because it was one of those games that just sucks you in and keeps you up past your bedtime and you're exhausted, but you're like, I can't turn this off now. I have to watch how this train wreck ends. And yep.
0: Yeah. The game, the game was flying by. We got to the ninth and it had been just over two hours because neither team could, could get a hit or or do anything. The uh, Yankees (laughs) were one, one hit through eight innings against Adam Aller, who came in with like i think the worst fip in in the league and the worst strikeout to walk ratio and and they made him look like prime Justin Verlander out there it was it was sad those uh those eight shutout innings dropped his ERA to a whopping 5.66 and yeah, then and they get gifted two runs and that was it just on the wild pitch yeah they were gifted two runs AJ Puck did his best Chapman impression and just completely lost the strike zone. And poor, poor Sean Murphy back there made some sick stops, and then he just he just couldn't make another one. So then they go up 2-0. Marinaccio, who has that nasty changeup, and that's why lefties have been pretty bad against him all year, gives up a game-tying home run to pinch hitter Steven Boat in his 550 OPS. I mean, it just could not. It could not get any worse, and then and then of course they they try the damn bunting and in extra innings, and Benintendi bunts it right back to the uh, right back to the pitcher. Well, they, yeah, that. They, they
1: wound up scoring two that inning, and I, I still think it was a bad call, even though they scored two. Um, but I I hate it too. Um, yeah, just terrible. And you get the error at the end of the game, not a great throw by Lemayhew, but at the same time, I think Rizzo probably should have stopped that ball. You can see he kind of like got hung up a little bit getting over if you watch the replay. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he I mean, stops everything. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like uh you, you kind of expected it, but well, he's he's great over there usually. And it stinks. And then you're like, all right, well, they're facing another shitty pitcher on, on Sunday. They'll definitely win. And then they score one run. And you're like, what the heck has happened again? And they're gonna to have to score some runs in Anaheim.
0: Yeah, yeah, they better. I mean, they they miss, they're gonna miss Otani. But he's gonna be hitting against he them. he'll still be in the batters box. Yeah. It's uh yeah, we well, and the Angels just uh just took the series from Toronto, I believe. And they got uh and you know, trout trout is back. Yep. So it's third, you know. So they're going. They're going to have to do better than one run against pitchers like Adrian Martinez. The Yankees have now scored one run in their last two games. They've scored one run in over thirteen innings against two pitchers who each have an ERA over five five. And that was after beating
1: Manoa, Scherzer, yeah, Walker. Walker's not
0: a bad pitcher. No, he's not. Our old friend JP Sears. Who the Yankees beat thanks to one mistake, one slider right down the middle to judge for that three run home run. And that's would it. Have been, would have been nice to have Sears in the rotation. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would certainly take him, take him right he's now. Been, he's been better than Montas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where would the,
1: where would the Yankees be if, if they had uh, Montgomery and Sears right now?
0: Probably in the same spot because they don't hit. Yeah. They still don't hit. That doesn't, that doesn't uh doesn't change things very much but yeah i mean they they start the series you get stan back he rips a hard single in his second at bat then he draws a bases loaded walk for 3 rbi in his first game back and you're like all right the offense is the offense is really coming alive stanton's back things are looking up and then, it felt like Judge was back too. Yeah, yeah, I felt he crushed that home run to dead center off Sears in Game Two, after having blasted a couple against the Mets in that short two-game series. And but yeah, it's, it seemed like seems like the uh, good vibes of the offense had returned. But I mean, man, other than other than Oswaldo Cabrera still being a, a great story. And he's even coming alive offensively. He had two straight three hit games, and then hit another double the next game. He's Only been, hit, yeah. He's been super fun to watch. But other than that, man, the offense just this these like brutal these brutal stretches at the plate for the team as a whole are so maddening and frustrating, and it it inspires little to no hope that this is going to be able that the Yankees are going to be able to find a way to score enough runs against, you know, the, the Verlanders, the Javier's, the um, whoever they might face in, in the DS, if, you know, uh, hands, or if it even comes to that. Yeah, but imagine, see, I would be terrified to face most of these teams, Seattle. Yeah. Castillo What's... in a game one in a, yeah. In a DS.
1: The only team I'd feel good against is the twins, but that's just because it's the twins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and they, they still get shut down by Sonny Gray. Oh, yeah, yeah. You that Sonny Gray and and you know Gio goes two for three and Sanchez, it's a three-run home run. <laughs> like that, that's exactly what's gonna happen. I think we've been eyeing that up since about uh you know March. But you know, I, I think too, like the, the big thing look, Torres and Donaldson stink and Rizzo and LeMahieu have stunk since coming back from their injuries they like ever since Rizzo came back from the back injury ever since LeMahieu had his stint off with the the toe they haven't performed and and you know judge has gone cold ish I mean you know he he hasn't looked as good at the plate even I know he had the good run but it's chasing more and I think he's putting pressure on himself because nobody else around him is helping him except for as our our good buddy as Waldo. And it's, you know, it's it's the whole offense is basically Benintendi as Waldo and then judge when he's not getting pitched around. And that that can't be sustained.
0: No. And the Yankees with what they had done through, through mid July. And we had talked about it during the time, during while it was happening was that, Oh, well, the Yankees are, giving themselves the luxury of having a 15 game lead in the division to where they can start resting guys and getting them fresh and ready for for October and the playoffs. And now that they've played so terribly for a six week stretch and then they seem to be back on track before these two miserable games, um, you know, but now that the division leads back down to seven and a half, and you don't you don't have the luxury of of doing that anymore. Rizzo has to play, LeMayhu has to play. They're gonna be playing through these things. And what does that mean for October? You know, I'd love to give Judge a day off too. Yeah, yeah, that that would be that would be great. They all they all look like they can they could use one trudging through the, the dog days of, of the season. And these are those are three of your most important hitters right there. I mean, without without Judge Rizzo and LeMahieu, the Yankees are going nowhere. Like you said, Ben Intendi's the only the only one really hitting, with Cabrera being the pleasant surprise. And other than that, this team is uh looking rather lifeless again on offense, which is, I mean, nothing gets me more frustrated than that just because of how many other obvious fixes there were in the off season to address these offensive concerns and knowing that we're kind of just like setting ourselves up for another another playoff series where the offense is completely absent against good pitching and and we're gonna be talking about this same crap in you know two months yeah it's it's trending
1: that way for sure and I I don't know really what you can do about it now I think we were really high on the team early on. Obviously, we're getting good results. But, you know, kind of what we had talked about at the beginning of the year has happened. They are good enough to make the playoffs or be competitive and they but not good enough to dominate. And And that's a huge difference. Like when you're filling your lineup up with question marks and, and whatnot, the volatility is going to show up. And, you know, the volatility was really beneficial early on. And now it's really detrimental. And you know if if they're not going to commit to putting um consistent hitters in the lineup you're going to have strings like this and you know that that's that's just something that we have to deal with because they don't want to make the commitment to putting superstars or stars at, at every position anymore um and that was really fun like I mean, I, I know, you know, we've talked about this, but in the middle of the 2000s, the Yankees didn't win anything. But every October, we're like, we're winning the World Series. We have the best team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I know it didn't work out, but that's just because the postseason can be a crapshoot sometimes. But that doesn't yeah, exactly. mean you don't try, right? Like, exactly. it's
0: like, it,
1: ah, it's it, you know what? I mean, it's like, if I have a one in five chance of of, of winning, um, the odds are that I won't win. But if I don't, play the game then there's definitely there's no chance to win right so i don't know i just i think you got to shoot your shot with with the with what you have that works and the yankee what the yankees have more than any other team is money go spend the money
0: yeah well i'm i'm exactly the other side of that coin you can hope that volatility will work in their favor and that they catch fire offensively in october and that's certainly going to be uh, cashman's hope and we say this all the time because he said it himself you know his goal is to win the win the division and then there's so much parity in the playoffs and just hope that that's when that's when your team gets hot obviously that goal has been adjusted a little bit with the new playoff format and now it's secure one of the top two spots get a buy in the wild card series and then hopefully the parity of the the playoffs works in your favor I personally think you should set yourself up to avoid parity as much as possible by having putting the absolute best team together, but that's just me. But now, when even when it comes to potentially avoiding the wild card series, now you have a seven and a half game lead against Tampa, and you face them six more times this season. So even if the Yankees hang on to to win the division, you're still setting yourself up for you know. Ton, ton of stress with these six games coming up against Tampa in September. If the lead dwindles and they struggle against, against Tampa, then, then you're not able to, to rest these guys and get ready for October. And It all has a ripple effect all because the Yankees are just playing so terribly. Yep. And
1: I, I, I'm just waiting for this script to change too. Well, we're waiting to get Carpenter back and Bader back because well, we haven't seen our lineup at full strength. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, yeah. The that, Bader and his
0: ninety three OPS plus is yeah, really going to save this lineup. And yeah, that that they're going to start talking
1: like that. Like Carpenter and Bader are going to be these two missing pieces, and once we get them, we'll be fine. And then when they don't, not not that not that these two players are not going to perform, but when the team doesn't perform after they come back, it's going to be like. Oh, we never really had the chance to get rolling. We had some injuries late in the season, but like that, it's just going to be talk, 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 and no, no action. And that's, that's the way it's been with this regime. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm not really here for that. The, the beta trade looks worse by the day. Uh, he better come back and be like Byron Buxton 2.0 <laughs> because yeah. it's, it, it's, it's really, really looks, looks terrible right now. Um. But real quick, shout out to Aaron Hicks for having having a halfway decent day yesterday.
0: Oh yeah, first hitting two in a few weeks when he uh, finally got got himself a start. Maybe one last one last uh desperation gasp to try to take a take a job back before Bader is is ready to go.
1: I th- I think they I think they should play him tonight honestly in center and give Judge a night off. Judge looks like he just needs a break.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, well, they, these are games that they have to win. They, they have to take care of business against a team like the A's, who are not yeah. good. But it, it, well, if the, if they win,
1: if they win the first two, I would definitely give Judge off on Wednesday because to give them two days off before going to the turf. And- I'm
0: sure, I'm sure they will. I mean, that's kind of been Boone's mo yeah. is to try to give him those two days in a row off. I think yeah. I definitely think that's what they're setting themselves up for. And honestly, you'll probably do that even if they don't win. Yeah. Because win you have
1: call, you figure you call pitch well, and you won't need to score that much. Yeah. But we'll see. It, it, it's, it's tough because you want to get him a rest, but you need his bat in the lineup, but his bat, he's not the player he was early in the season. Cause he's, he's either fatigued either be physically or mentally of just being like, I have to carry this team. Nobody's pitching to me and I'm starting to swing through stuff and you're pressing and, yeah, yeah. and be. even
0: so, he's coming off a week where he hit three home runs.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I know, but you could see by watching, he's just not the same hitter right now. And yeah,
0: it's understandable. Like he has an excuse because he's carrying the load.